All right. We have a special treat today. We have the famous, or shall I say infamous, cousin that I always talk about. I act like you're part of the show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> you Subconsciously, should, I am. <laughs> I, think, I think that you are because I like talk to you and like I don't even think you listen to the podcast. Because um, <laughs> we were like talking about you on when we were like, you, you don't watch Mr. Robot because you're like, it's just way too intense. I'm like... Girl, you're watching The Handmaid's Tale. That's like, that's five <laughs> fucking well, times maybe worse. Maybe it should be like one intense show at a time. Maybe that should be. <laughs> I will say that's true because I, yeah. I think if Mr. Robot were on the air right now and I was watching both of them, I would probably just be on the roof with like tequila and a long gun. Just mm-hmm. like, Right. I would lose right. my mind. So this is Tina. Hello, everybody. And we finally have you on and we're here to talk about Handmaid's Tale because you and I are like, the three of us are really kludged into this show. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I don't know about you, I don't know why we're all torturing ourselves because it's really, it's really hard to watch the show during the Trump regime. Um, right. right. Does, does it make right. you uneasy like it makes me uneasy? Sometimes. Sometimes. It depends on what's on Twitter that day, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true, right? Right. Yeah. So if it's too close, then it's like, okay, I'm going to watch this a little bit later with a little bit more wine. But yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I have to. But mm-hmm. then when I have too much wine, then I'm like, last night when I watched it with Ian the second time, I was screaming you at the were, TV. You were screaming at it. And I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> that's when you just it. run out slapping <laughs> was, everybody in the yeah. sidewalk. <laughs> he, was, he was like, girl, calm down. I was like standing up and shouting and shit. Did she say, I am woman, hear me roar? Like, what happened? I don't even remember. <laughs> what was I screaming? I, I don't, uh, you were standing up and pointing at the thing. At I feel the TV. like this, this, this season is all about the women, if this season. Yeah. I was looking back on this season, it's all about impact, how the women in such a horrible situation still became empowered in this, the hope and the people. <sighs> so true. Despite all that. So I think sometimes that's why it's nice to watch because. Despite all that, they still don't lose hope altogether. They don't. I mean, I think, and we can start at the, be- the the thing that made me cry the most in the finale. I mean, it just got me so hard when I was watching it by myself and I was sober. I was bawling like a baby. It was just, I just had to watch it. Ian has been working a lot. So I was just like, I was like, dude, that finale though. Oh my God. Because what got me is like, the, you know, Nick tries to get her out and she goes through this whole thing and she's there for how many months at the Boston Globe? Is it three mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, at least, was, at least three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, yes. And then we finally get to this place where it's the Marthas. It's the Marthas. It's not the, it's not the eyes. It's not this underground guy. It's not the dudes. It's the Marthas. And it's the Marthas. That just so was like, I was, that was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they, yeah. they, have the, they have the connect. You know? And they also, you know, they hurt those Marthas kicked down on them so they already already yeah. like okay no we're involved too i think it at first they were not as involved as they could be like when they were passing the letters and whatnot but um after they cracked down on them i think they were forced to be part of the resistance more than they wanted to yeah, be yeah well if you step on somebody's neck long enough you know yeah. i'm kind of the same way i was like who would i be in the in gilead i'd probably definitely be a martha because i you know i can't give no birth no babies mm-hmm. um i probably wouldn't be a lydia because i hate them bitches Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably mm-hmm. would be an unwoman. I'd probably be in the colonies like pretty mm-hmm. quick. But all my, mm-hmm. I think I'd be a rogue Martha that got caught, and I'd be mm-hmm. you know digging then up. Then you'd be in there. Yeah, I'd be yeah. totally. I'd be totally out there right. in the colonies digging up stuff. What would you be? What would your? What, what do you see yourself as? Um, well, I would hope to be a Martha because those are the most caring. It seems like I think so you too. know. But I'm awful cook, so I probably wouldn't make it very long. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> they you might have just, even you, put me out the past year. They would put you in the colonies just for not being able to, like, make eggs. It's like, exactly. Sorry, y'all. I'm a bachelor. I don't know how to cook. <laughs> yeah. Tina yeah, Martha, yeah. she'd be digging over there. She'd be out yeah. there with Cherry. Yeah, that's true. Maybe if I could work in that Jezebel's, that might be all right. Oh, I think that would be perfect for you. <laughs> You'd be perfect to Jezebel's. I could, I could be the matron of the Jezebel's. Yes, you, know, you could the be Jezebel's matron. You could be the madam over there. That would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd be then you'd be part of the resistance because you that's know that's right. I could slip all the letters back and oh, forth and all that. Yes. You'd be perfect. I'd like yeah. in my mind. I'd like to believe that I would be in Canada. You know, plotting to fuck some shit up. Um, but then remember in Canada, the people were protesting somewhat, but they didn't get the extra protest out 
until those letters were released. And that's, that's right. what really woke those people up. And, and you were they saying really came out after we talked, I think we might've even brought this up about there's a plot hole. I was saying to you, like about that very thing. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. the Canadians knew about like what was going on because they mm-hmm. have all of these former handmaidens like Mora and all these people there. Surely to goodness, they already knew, but then you pointed out, what did you yes, point that, out? Yeah. That they, they were protesting, they were there and they were upset but the government, just like many governments, were willing to overlook this, kind of like what we did with the Taliban because he wanted the oils, right? right. We're like, oh, the heck with the women. Yeah. Oh, you kicked them out of school? Oh, there's still oil to be had. So it, yeah. they were at that point. Canada was at this point to recognize Gilead, right? Yes. And so people were protesting because in theory they knew. But once they read the letters, I think just like with the kids at the border, and, and you know, we knew that this has happened before, but once we heard these babies crying— and we saw these mothers and fathers, we felt their pain, and there was no way to look back. And more people came out, I think, that, that, that weren't in the resistance, maybe didn't even have a firsthand meeting with a handmaid in Canada. But now they read it, or like, I don't even know these ladies, but that's no, hell to the no. Right. You know, because they talked about the children that also got kidnapped, recall, right? Yeah. yeah. Like Hannah. So I think that brought it home for a lot of the people that maybe are on the fence. It's and that was why... They put them out that very next day. They're like, no. And I especially like that gay dude already that was like me and my husband. Right. So he was like, me and my husband are willing to say, don't let the door hit you on your ass on the way back, bro. I mean, you can just <laughs> feel him internally rolling his neck and then snapping. <laughs> exactly. <You know? laughs> In Which a Canadian way, that's what that was. And they do. And at the end, you know, when they they basically kick them out of the country and like, get your heifer ass and get your commander ass up out of Canada. Don't mm-hmm. come back. They were just like, mm-hmm. they were like, how can you live with yourself, babe? Right. And then, and then, uh, then we also learn in that episode that Hawaii is still mm-hmm. cool. Is still part, you know, they're still holding it. So part of the what have slept of the U.S. Right. right, and they're like they're in Alaska and Canada. The parts that are not land connected, mm-hmm. you know, as much mm-hmm. are the ones that kind of still are America. And again, we we know that Oprah's got out and she's running Freedom Radio. And that right. awesome episode where uh, Offred is stuck at the house. She goes to meet Hannah. Nick arranges a meeting. Well, actually, Fred arranges the meeting because he wants to creepily still get up in uh, Offred. Oh, what a mm-hmm. fucking dick. No, he's, yeah, well, he's perfect. That's why he's the commander, y'all. Right. And then he gets in this, <laughs> she gets left behind in the house. And then she's trying to get, um, I think it's a Shelby that's in the, the garage. And she's trying to get that door open. She turns on the radio and there's Ofra. Oprah's on the radio going, we're still here, baby, stars and stripes forever. And I was just like, yes, like yes. I'm like crying. American just, Free Radio. I was like, yes. oh my God, just like back in the day, like the soldiers that were, that were trapped. It's the same thing I did too. I felt so overwhelmed. And, and in the wolf that she had to deal with on top of that as well. I know? felt like so the wolf. Too. Let's talk about the wolf for a second. Again, probably my favorite episode yeah. in this series. I loved the finale really hard because again, you know, and I'm fine with the choice that she made. I get it. You can't abandon Hannah. You know, I right. want my parent because Hannah says to her, like, what fuck? Why did you leave me? You know, her, this child doesn't understand. And right. she's like handing the baby over to Rory going, call her Nicole. Not her name yeah. is Nicole, but call her Nicole because Serena made this. Serena, I, I wanted her so bad to die, 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 die so many fucking times. I liked right. her. I know I'm jumping all over the place because the show gets me like that. But like when they like get together and they start drafting things because Fred's all blown up in the hospital. And you think, okay, they, they've got a shot at like being close. And it's funny because... I think, you know, June is always trying to reach into Serena's humanity and connect with her as a woman going, dude, see, and when they connect, when the baby is here, when Holly is here and she says, you know, she's when they're in the, the, the thing, the thing, the, the, the glass house, the, the hot house. Oh, the oh yeah. The, the atrium. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. And Where she has the orchards. That's, you know, that yeah. was her passion. And she's before, just right? like saying, you know, she can't read the fucking words, Serena. And they yeah. cut your fucking yeah. finger off. Yeah. And yo, and when Serena hands that baby over to her. Yes. And she says that little prayer beforehand. Yes. And then even like June's not even, she don't even believe in the religion, no. but she still blessed her because she knew that was important for her. Right. And what a turn, right? Right. Remember like last season, 
she did let her see her baby just to keep her going. They let yeah. her see Hannah, but she was cruel about it, you know, and in a way. And then, the, you know, when she did finally see her, that was what she wasn't expecting to be rejected by her child. Right. But at the end, she which, won her over. Which she ironic. She did win her over at the end. And I know we're all over our place. We're going to get... I hope we're going to get back around to the point that we were going to make. I'll listen to this later and go. And then we didn't get to the point because you rambled. But um, that little scene there where Hannah doesn't understand and she's like, you didn't come and get me. And she is rejecting her. So ripped from the headlines. I mean, they had already mm-hmm. shot this. But these kids right. who are being left behind eight, right. nine, ten months a year, like yeah. mad at their parents. Right. You what, don't love me anymore. You don't, when five yeah. boys said to his, yeah, and he's like, I thought they killed you. and You didn't love me anymore. That's right. what she thought, too. Right. Yeah. That's, again, yeah. This show is just a little bit too close to home sometimes. Right. But that, I think it's also a good reminder because we still have time to stop this bullshit, you know, in one we way do. or another. Yes, we do. we do. We do. So I think that, you know, like I was saying, it is a show about all about the women. And, you know, if you go back to the beginning... After June, you know, they, she has to go back after the, the, the explosion. And, and when her and Serena, the, you know, like when she gets the pen and the clicking of the pen. Oh, my God. That was, to me, I think, just like that was the change in the relationship also for those two. And I kind of noticed that when June really wanted Serena's attention, she would call her Serena. Right. Versus Mrs. Waterford. Right. You know, like, hey, don't forget that we were tight. Yeah. And we both love this baby. And, you know, the heck with all these dudes. Right. This is, you know, we got to do what we got to do. And the the courage that it took her to do that. But what really struck me was that when the commander came back, knowing that he's been to Jezebel's, knowing that he breaks all the rules, that he that he whipped her. Yeah. You know, he whipped yep. her. And and the trust that she, I thought that I for sure thought that it, she thought it was going to go different because just like at the beginning, when she was part of it, and when they had the flashbacks in Canada, and she, you know she thought she was going to be part of the revolution and be a partner in the revolution, not re- relegated to as, you know subservient like all the other sister wives are. But yeah, so she thought again. She got fooled again. And right. then he puts her down and then she goes again, you know, and then how she confronts him in the house is like, all I freaking wanted was just a baby, dude. That's all. You and know? she got and shot, then, you know, in her ovaries, sh- you know, for going out there and spreading his cause, word for, for the, the cause, cause and building the cause. And I'm just, uh, this is also, he pushed but, her to do it. He yeah. pushed her to do it. See, now this is why everybody's like, oh, leave Melania out of it. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, she's complacent, man. You know, she's Hitler's compl- fucking she's- girlfriend, Trump's fucking well, fuck that bitch. Mm-mm, mm-mm, and I was like, was so it. feeling so much hatred for Serena, but then I started noticing on second watch and like pondering this, going back to what you're saying right now, is that you know, I don't feel that June has any super super hatred for Serena. She's seething with it for a while, and then they have that kind of thing at the baby shower that mm-hmm. just oh puts them at straight up odds. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, Serena she she turns her back on June again. Remember, because we see yes. that all season long. We see the sort of like we're friends, yep. and then we're not friends, and then we're enemies, and now we're friends again. But it just it's how women do. It's just by degree though. Like cause once we get to the finale. It was like okay now, I mean we've Serena has been pushed to to the limit where okay now it's it's go time. It's go time, and that she that she got the women to come with her to stand up for the girls of their new country was very encouraging. But the moment that she pulled out that book and she started reading the Bible out loud, how many walked out on her? Yeah. And no one stayed behind to see because so there was every woman for themselves. So they they knew they they knew the story, you know. And, and that Fred that Fred cut her hand her feet like yeah. that, that happens like okay he's just Fred's a piece of shit. He's, he's gonna a, get his. He's I want him to fucking his. die, Rise so hard. Yeah, you gonna die, just, Fred? You gonna die? Or the or the dad that turned into his daughter. That dad, motherfucker that, too. Yeah, that and, dude. Yeah. Oh, So, so you see, like you see Serena at war with herself this season. Like in the first season, you just see she's just a cold bitch and she's just part of this ritualized rape of her handmaid every fucking week, douchebag. 
And then she and then helps set up the the sister, you know, the child bride bullshit. Right. And then and then Eden yeah. comes in and Eden I, I didn't like really understand the purpose of Eden, but the show is is fairly efficient. It doesn't waste its time on B story unless it, it has to, it serves a purpose. Our flashbacks mm-hmm. serve a purpose. We don't just asshole ponder. If they put it in the show, it's there for a reason. And when Eden yeah. comes in, I'm like, Well, what is this gonna mean and where are we going with this? And you're mm-hmm. like, you know, that little, you know, children of the corn. You know, Kool Aid mm-hmm. drinker. You're like this bitch, but Whoa, then she found the letters. I was like, oh, right, you know, but, but she didn't, and she know, didn't so turn yeah. anybody in. She didn't. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She was not in no snitch. And then she falls mm-hmm. for a mean ass Joshua because they're both like these little maga Nazis, they're both babies, yeah. but they're children in it. And then yeah. I think when you know when Serena's at war with herself, she's at war with uh, and the kitty's weighing in. Um, the, the kitty is just has all kinds of thoughts over there. <laughs> Normally we have very hags, passionate about we have, this show. We have haggis barking over here, so it just it, animal noises are part of the show. But uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, but Eden. So, so when Eden, Eden comes along, and you and you think she's going to head this way, I love what the show did with this twist of they killed these babies, yeah. these true yeah. believers, and yeah. and even I just loved this moment. It was genius to have June bring the Bible. To mm-hmm. her and say she's trying to understand God, dude, yeah. and, you're, and this mm-hmm. is how you do her. Yeah, she's 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 drinking the Kool Aid, and then here's and y'all throw it in her face, right? Throw her in the pool, man. Come on, man. And, 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 and even at the, ex- the kettlebell too. at the execution, uh, Serena was sobbing. She was freaking out. She was like, "This is and and all of this this second season." June is trying to find. She's given up. She knows she's not going to make it out of this. She's saying, "I'm going to die." In Gilead. And she's all zombie June for Right, a while. and so she's looking for allies. She's even looking to Lydia. Which really surprised me. Yeah. And she yeah. was able to get her. But at that point, she was like, anybody that can help anybody. me with this baby. Anybody. And she knew, one thing she knew about Lydia, that she's a bitch for the babies. Yes. She right? is. She and is. So, and she reaches to Martha, and she reaches to, and I have a theory about Lydia. I don't know. We haven't seen any of her backstory. And I know we, mm-hmm. we get a little bit of a sketch that she was in ch- uh, charge of her, her sister's baby, and it died mm-hmm. after four days or whatever. And you yeah. see her all freak out and go run and ring the bell, and she's up there crying to herself when she's ringing the bell when we know that, when she finds out that June is pregnant and that kind of thing. I'll mm-hmm. bet you dollars to donut, donuts that she was rejected by men couldn't get pregnant or there's some infertility in her own past. Mm-hmm. And I, I just know she was one of these bitches outside of an abortion clinic, you know, screaming at people. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's probably one of those people that, you know, or she worked at the DMV and she, or she worked at the DMV and then protested yeah. on the weekends. That's a good yeah. joke. That's, yeah. Tina with a joke. <laughs> Tina with a rim, we need a rim shot sound effect in there. She worked at the DMV. She just reminded me of the DMV. Dang. Like, the one that takes the bad picture of you on purpose. Oh, you my know. God. <laughs> People who work at the DMV, there's no hate for y'all, but y'all know Bless y'all, y'all got a reputation. Okay. You okay. know some of y'all got a reputation. <laughs> Talk to your brothers and sisters. You know. <laughs> exactly. Y'all cheer up. No, but like just you see her reaching out for allies. And mm-hmm. we're all we're just we feel this desperation with her to like. You know, that's what a parent does. It's like, I'm not going to be around, but please, please mm-hmm. be here for her. And that's where she is joined, as you said, with Serena and like, let's protect this child. How do we do this? You mm-hmm. can't protect her. No. From Fred. No. Well, and I don't think, I, you know, I was curious. It was like, did the Marthas set this fire? Who set this fire? Yeah, the Martha's definitely. Be, it had to be after Serena lost her finger for her to give that baby up. Yeah, because I think if she had not, if Fred had not once again fucked her over. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, this, a, it, it, it's a culmination. Like, there, there I think was it's nothing she could do at that point. I She's think it's Fred. She could do. Fred beats her. You know, they drown yeah. Eden, a true believer, and then they cut her finger off. So yeah, there's that thing of like there's, there's that. We see this evolution of where June goes, her arc in this season, you know, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to run away and, and doing everything she can to get away and then being resigned and then just being in a place where just look after my baby, you know, mm-hmm. Serena, whatever mm-hmm. you do. And then they both witness that she can't. So I, I think all of these events and going to Canada and yeah. seeing women on the street who are free, seeing people kiss, being offered a very yeah. tempting thing. By, to go to Hawaii. Yeah, and yes. the guy said, look, it, we have fertility clinics over there. You you know, you might 
be able to even have your own baby. Yeah. Yes. And she threw those matches away. I was like, oh. Yeah. But maybe she memorized the number. Maybe she did. But again, you know, and here's Fred who's just, she's just doubling down on being a douche. Mm -hmm. I find, I almost find him to be a problematic character in that he's almost two dimensional for me. I like the villains to have some depth. So mm-hmm. I do hope that you can't just sit here and just be hating on Joseph Fiennes and being like, that's who he is. I find, no. I find that uninteresting. I mean, it's very delicious to hate you, on him. But you but can't have, I mean, if you're going to have, in, in this sort of a story, if you're going to have the villain, I mean, he represents Gilead. So you can't, also, ha- you can't have that. As well, yeah. You yeah. can't have that have like a sympathetic end because now you have like Serena who also represents Gilead, but then you can add that extra dimension to her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what? You, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to correct, correct myself. There are douches in real life who don't send, tend to, to compromise at all. So I stand corrected. Let Fred be a douche. But I'm going to say about Fred, though, it's like, okay, he, when they did the flashback in Canada, you know, he, was, he, he's, he is a religious fanatic. He was in it for the power. He's, he's a power tripper, right? Yeah. And, but he also doesn't believe in it. Well, all the elite are still doing things that are against what their supposed religion is. So sure. it's just like any religion and, and power struggle, right? But once they had that explosion and he was the one that came back and then she killed that crazy dude that was going to make it worse oh, for yeah. everybody. I'm so glad I the mean, show didn't do that. Right? I mean, he was going to make it ten times worse for everybody. So I think in Fred's mind, he's like, okay, well, at least I'm not that dick. Yeah. So in his mind, he's probably like, A-okay for by the standards of the men and the society that he's supposed to be in. And he thinks in his sick fuck-ass mind that he is helping June when she sees her baby. That's why he snuck her out, even though his wife, you know, Serena wasn't down. She was pissed about it. Mm. He still did it for her because she came and took care of the baby. And she came in the house and behaved herself. And he got her over there with that, you know, and he got in a shitload of trouble. Right. Almost lost the baby again, you know. So, but he again says, I'm going to do it because in his mind, he's that kind of dick. He's like, well, you know, it's like when he has to cut off her fingers, like I'm the commander, dude, I have to do this. It's for your own good. And I don't think he's relishing that. Yeah. He's not. He has to do it because if he doesn't, some, some other asshole is going to step up and do it. Right. So he can't be sunshine and lollipops and keep that role. But, you know, he has to be just a dick enough. He has to follow some of those rules. Right? Well, and, you know, uh, up yeah. Warren's sitting over there, you know, without uh, half of his arm going, finger's not too bad, bitch. You're getting off yeah. light. Right. Yes. So. Okay, I'm, yes. Yes. You know, but then look at the other commander. Right. The, the, that the one that came up with the colony. You're talking about Bradley his, Whitford. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, so he's just gone completely off the farm. I kept sitting there going, OK, he's either gay and he's been covering it up. Because yeah. the art was getting... Like, That's was, what I thought at first. There was like Basquiat. There was some stuff in the house. Like his art was telling me something. And like it turns out to be his wife's art. But then, then they're listening to music. And he's just very... And then when he rejects Rory and he's like, I'm not doing that with you, girl. I was just like, oh, okay, what's going on? I still think he may be gay. Or bi, at least. Or yeah. bi. And he's just like, I'm not... This is all... And I think he's, he's obviously rethought all of this and said, you know what, I probably... Done fucked up. Done fucked up. Well, especially when your wife is sobbing. Like, like we wish Mrs. McConnell would do, but she doesn't. She is, <laughs> right. We, really, we, really, we wish, you know, some of these women would turn on this guy <laughs> and go, motherfucker. But, like, they're all trapped now. That this is a prison they've now, made. Now they're trapped. Yeah. Right. So how, you know, so when Serena, she had her chance to escape. She still was drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. But now that this has happened, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that part of next season is continuing to see how the women take over this society and say, not today, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. You know? I think, and that's I think, my hope. I think that's what might happen. Because like with this season, it, it, looking back at it now, it has been like such a slow burn. We were just so like, dude, this is just turning into torture porn but then, porn, or Republican mm-hmm. porn. Looking, yeah. looking back at all the things that did happen, like you were saying, all the side stories and even the Eden story, how they rounded that out, it was like, 
Oh, it was so subtle, but it was genius. Yeah. Because now that, you yeah. know, we, we're seeing what the purpose was and it was yeah. just my own impatience going, oh, I'm just frustrated with this. I want, I want them to start fighting already and, and get this right. shit done with. But yeah. we had that same conversation. And then, you know, we talked about was that if you look at the timeline of the birth, they're right in line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, from the time she got pregnant to all that. So that storyline takes place from the pregnancy. That's nine months right there. Yeah. Right? No, I, I have so, no problem with no. the timeline. Yeah. I'm just saying it was just I think it's just when you're appointment watching it and it's coming out every week. It's and it's so hard to. Yes. If Obama like, why were you guys release the whole season already. Look, if yeah. Obama were in the White House, I would just be like, "This is terrifying, guys." So what do you do this week? This is like you're sitting here and you get up to go, you know, get some more wine or take a pee, and you're like, "Oh wait, this is actually this fucking yeah. is some of this just happened." I just read this this morning. Yeah. When I yeah. yeah. It's yes, it's yeah, not yes. a good feeling, and, and I'm like, yeah. "Why am I doing this to myself?" And it's crazy because we know in real life it. It works very slow. We see how slow shit is working. Mm. It's just like, this is fiction. Come on, do it quicker. You, have, <laughs> you can do it quicker. What, but I think that's part of the... Mother. That, you know, they want to make us feel like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. They do. They can, that, that helps. You know, or otherwise, they would release the whole season at once. But I think they yeah. want that anticipation and that dread. It does have more impact, right? It has more impact. I I do. And again, I don't, there's a lot of, there was a lot of controversy on the Twitter. uh, You know, it's like, just get in the fucking car, June. Yes. What what did you guys, we haven't discussed this. So what were your thoughts on that? I I totally understood it. Yeah. I think we both, I think both of us knew, and I don't know when you initially saw it, but when I, when I saw her sitting in the reeds and with the picture, and then she puts the picture inside the baby's, um, blanket i was like okay she's not going yeah and i but i didn't know how it was going to i didn't know what the the device for the handoff was it makes but so she much wasn't sense. gonna go she was gonna get the baby out mm-hmm. and she was gonna stay she knows she trusts rory with her life she mm-hmm. trusts lori rory with her baby's life so she's got nicole and she's honoring serena's sacrifice and all that mm-hmm. stuff and i knew right. it too I, I kind of even before the picture I just, I, I just, I was I felt surprised. It. I guess I Were just you? didn't catch it. Yes, I just, I, I thought she would be torn, um, and so I can see the controversy because first, so many people worked so hard to get her there, the Marthas and all that, and she, I mean, she done slapped the commander and told him, "Fuck you, Fred." I ain't going back there. Okay, yeah. so, uh, you know, so I thought that she, I thought as a parent, you know, that she was going to go back and forth a little bit because she has two babies. And if she made it to Canada, could she do more by telling the story and trying to get her daughter out? But who's to say that they wouldn't kill her and move her around? Whereas she stays, she knows that her daughter's not, they're going to not mess with her daughter, I think, if she stays. And maybe that's why she stayed. Maybe. But I don't know. I thought it could have gone either way. And I think that's why some people are like, well, she could do better out. But I think at the end, she felt like, she's going to have to take the consequences and still try to get her daughter out regardless, you know. I, this I'm, is how I watched it, though. I, <laughs> this is kind of, this is how I watched it. I'm like, y'all, y'all are not going to strike that set. You're going to use it. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to use the Canadian set. That's, that's right. a lot less interesting. You're going to have to stay in Gilead. The only way, yeah. we're not going to stay, you know, Rory's gone. So we're not in Gilead with, you know, we only, Lydia done got a knife in her back. Holler. Yeah. I, wow. love, I love you, Ann Dowd, but you deserved it. That was a great scene. Of course, I hope to see her in flashback. So, cause she is a good actress. Oh, she's going to live. She is, yeah. she, you know, she deserved her Emmy for her aunt Lydia is awesome. I love Ann Dowd. Yeah. Um, and we love to hate aunt Lydia. She just fucking yeah. cuckoo crackers. And I want to, mm-hmm. I want to see June and her like cage match. I want to see like her just go over and like put her finger in her knife wound and be like, well, how's that feel? Bitch, or yeah, uh, Lydia yeah. may take a turn too. We don't know. We don't know who's like we. We. I never would have. If you told me from season one that Serena was going to change her tune, I would have been like, "Shit, no, really." But okay. So going back, I just I knew I kind of had a feeling heading toward the end. I'm like, when I started seeing the running across the backyards, I'm like, the Martha started the fire. Rita gives eyeballs at Fred. I'm worried about Rita. Nick Nick was yeah. involved too. Nick was involved. He's pulling the mm-hmm. gun. So Fred knows what's what. Yep. Fred knows 
there's snakes in his house who are ready to fucking kill his ass. And now when he finds out what Serena did, it's like, bitch, you better not move. You better not, not what? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I started so she's running through that backyard, those backyards, I'm like, this is genius. I was like, okay, so I don't know how they're going to get the baby out. Rory was a surprise. That was, the, I think yes. that was, yeah. yeah. That was the one where I was like, Rory what rolled What do you up? think that he was taking her when he's like, what are we going to do with you? I just absolutely didn't think for a second he was going to bring her to harm. I didn't think he was going to hurt her. No. But I didn't. I, and I didn't think that she would meet up with June. That was a I surprise. Thought, I thought he was going to take her to a safe house or someplace. Sure, safe, sure. You know, but I didn't know how far he would, because he's a commander and he was part of this big, you know, even though he is very remorseful. So maybe he's trying to. I think he's trying some, to get some good points for when he goes yeah. up to me and upstairs or something. I don't know. I think he was looking for some karma. I think that guy doesn't believe in God at all. I think he's just looking for some good karma. Well, he was, he's an opportunist. Obviously, he kept himself alive doing what he had to do. Well, there's something about all of those songs. If you sat down and you mm-hmm. broke down mm-hmm. all the songs that are played in the commander's house, there's something within those songs that are about, you know, fucking up the world. There's anarchy yeah. in those songs. Right. Um, and I didn't get a chance to fully get into break. I'm sure somebody's already done this on Reddit, but like just gone through the, the songs that he plays and he's listening to in the car. You know, I think it's a, it's yes. a, it's an Annie Lennox. I think it's a rhythmic song yeah. that they're playing Something in the car. I, yes. Yes. So yeah. I'm just like, this guy, he's like, so you're not a music person. Hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. But like, there's something in there going, okay, I fucked up my bad. So let me mm-hmm. try to undo this. Yeah. Which I, I'm curious to see if, you know, yeah. I, and I love that it was Bradley Whitford, too. I have to wait till February yeah. to see what happens know, next. But, dude. Yeah. But, it's but yeah, I just, good season. I, would, I totally agree with the ending, though. Like, it's like, I, I totally respect mm-hmm. that they would, that June's mindset at this point, she's been to battle and back. She's been through hell and back. She's, she's done all the things. So it's like, you know. I know that Holly is safe in, in Rory's hands. And I think, I think so. I'm yeah. going to die trying to get my daughter. If I fucking die, and she knows her I die. Safe, and she knows yeah. her best friend's safe. Yeah. And she knows that they're, you know, so she knows all of those other people are where they need to be. And her and Nick are soldiers. Has, yeah. Her and Nick are soldiers by now. They're yeah. like, we've already, yeah. they gave us this love nest. We had some like all out crazy sex and all that kind of stuff. We had our time together. Us holding the baby. See, that didn't, that did not bode well for Nick. Look what we mm. made. You finally get to hold your baby. I think Nick is dead in season three. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're going to say goodbye to Nick. And I love that actor who plays him. So mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm. Ma- his name is Max something, Max Mingla. He's doing Yeah. And I love his ass. So I'm just like, I think we're saying goodbye to Nick. But like I would, that's what I would do. I'd be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through the streets of Gilead. I'm going to go Tupac on some motherfuckers. Yeah, and get my daughter. Do you think back. she'll turn up as a Martha somewhere else? Like she'll go to another, another uh, division? Are they called divisions or I, cities? She's rogue. I mean, like she's a wanted person. So I don't think I don't. I think she's going to be underground. I don't think she can show her face. I think she's going to be yeah. living in the sewers and shit. But yeah, interesting. She's going to have to sort of connect. What she has to do. She's going to have to connect yeah. with. Um, Serena somehow. She's had, I don't know what she, I mean, obviously we're not, we're going to see Fred again. We're going to see Serena again. I think Yvonne and Joseph are coming back. They certainly are signed on for season three. So is Max. This is what I read the trade. So I know who's going to be back. <laughs> yeah. I know that Ann Dowd is coming back because, you know, I, yes, yes. They're, they're not booking any other gigs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So I'm just like, yeah. I know these people are coming back. I, if, I don't know how they're going to run it. I just know that she can't be seen. So, how are yes. we going to and and also if you look at what happened in season two, they've been test. She's been on a test run. She knows that she can't be the victim on the run. That she knows that she can only trust so many people, and she knows that she doesn't want to put any more people on the wall like that Baker dude. Yep, the Muslims, right? right? Oh, my and God, and then horrible. she became a handmaid. Like the wife became a handmaid, and their little son was sent off to. Oh my God, you know, like she just. I don't want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and she knows how to like. Not be, she knows all the ins and outs of being on the run. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. she's pretty much OG'd up right now. Yeah. And I think we'll she's, she's going to, she's going to get her hands on a weapon. I think she's just going to, and she's not pregnant now. So she's not in this, you know, she's, yeah. women get pretty fierce, you know, after they yeah. live through all that stuff. Well, who knows what she's yeah. got. I mean, what a surprise when the handmaids blew up 
all the commandments. That one was out of, that was unexpected. Nope. I did not see that coming. And she took out some of her own. Her, yeah, you were talking about the cinematography. So let's talk about yes. that. Yeah, how you it felt was about beautifully that. Beautifully shot. You know, when they, the way, you know, she, just before she pressed the button, she's like, heads up, y'all. And they're like, oh, they all start running. And, and I, and she runs in and you're hoping she gets the commander, but of course she doesn't, you know, but it was so good. And then the very next episode, when they show their funeral and the way every, it, the, just the, it the was cinematography beautiful. was amazing. Yeah. And then the, the ritual that they, how they did it and went through and that they, you know, switched out all the white for black, that that was just well thought out. You I'm know, like, who? Very well done. Here's my question. The That's costuming just, is awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, show, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. The show is beautiful. Yeah. It is so well mm-hmm. made. Cast, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, it's got mm-hmm. all the things. It's like Game of Thrones for me. It's got all the things. Right, exactly. Oh, it's, 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 so it's got all the things. It's done. And that is another reason I'm drawn to it is that I just love that. And like you talked, the music, um, not not just the popular music, but the the show music the score. itself. The score, right, is gorgeous. It's, just, it's I, I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, I'm hoping that they just take all the Emmys and whatever awards that sure. they are nominated for. You know, especially cinematography and music. I, I think they and how many costuming. How many did they get nominated? I don't for? know how many they got nominated for this Quite time. A bit, but yeah. Yeah, they, it's well deserved. I totally would agree. It's just well just lovely. It's been a, Lovely, every good second season for sure, and for yeah, sure. and stronger than because you know a lot of shows. Again, I loved Mr. Robot season two. Everybody, bop my butthole. <laughs> um, I I like me a good second season, and I and I, we've done a lot of podcasts like Glow season two. I was really hating on that. There's a lot of things where shows get let down. This one just got it just doubled down because yeah. the book material was the lion's share of, of season one. They're done with the book. They're right. And, and they, the book. they already blazed past it except for the coda. Like there's that prologue or epilogue or I don't know my logs. But anyway, the thing that comes after that tells you in the future what happens with Offred and they look mm-hmm. back at it as, a, as an ancient history piece of like, can y'all believe this fucking happened? Um, but, and I don't, I don't know that they're going to leave that out. I think maybe that's how the series finale happens, but maybe this, maybe. this was just genius. The way they, they said, okay, she's going to escape. And we're all like, yay. But I'm like, well, Elizabeth Moss is not just going to go to Canada. We're not just going to be on a sitcom <laughs> in Canada with, you know, yeah. Samira her, Wiley and OT. It's not happening. Like she's going to get caught. But we were like, we found ourselves being very frustrated and almost kind of not hating on the show, but like, oh, my God. Yeah. But now when you get to the end, they were like, aren't you glad you waited to the yeah. end? It, it was yes. worth it. It was worth it. And it was so subtle. That's why I say it was genius. Because now I look back at all the things that I hated on and yeah. I'm like, no, that no, was brilliant. I, I'm inspired to rewatch yeah. the whole season again. Yeah. I, yes. I'm yes. going to have to. Because like you guys, some of it I was just like. If it wasn't for the cinematography and all the be- other beautiful things, I I would not have indulged the storyline as much as I did. You I know th- what I mean? Yeah, and I think they know that. I think they yeah. know that. We and have so to do this it, right. It, had they gave me Glenn in the dumpster thing, that would have been that. You know what so I mean? Funny. So funny. We just did a podcast about that. <laughs> so, if yeah. they had dumpstered us. Yeah, if they dumpstered me, they I would have not had to do that. y'all. <laughs> yeah, and you know uh, – and there was little things because I, I got to, to clock through the first four episodes while we were waiting to like do the podcast. And there was all these little things like we find out that um, June's mother, Holly, is in the colonies. She's she's in a, like a little PSA for the colonies of the cautionary oh tales. Those, those colonies were awful. But yeah. The best part was when she poisoned that chick that like she thought she was going to yes. come in there and be all up in their business. I loved oh, it oh, when oh, Rory poisoned yep. Marissa Tomei, man. Straight razor. <laughs> Just because her face, you I deserve have to, say, to die alone. Exactly, <laughs> to die exactly like that. That was the best thing ever. If she had had a penis, she would have whipped it out and peed on her. <laughs> <laughs> Just like right, she went medieval totally. on her ass. She totally went medieval on well, her. So Alexis, really, really good. Alexis Bledel, who plays, uh, you know, Emily. I keep calling her Rory. I just it's very satisfying me to call her Rory. I know Gilmore. that's why I had to ask you like what's her name? <laughs> what's her name again? Is she, her name is Rory. I'm like, poor Rory. <laughs> <laughs> but, but her real name in real life is Alexis. And Alexis is, is such a good actor uh, that throughout that entire 
that that episode with Marissa Tomei. Uh, she, you just think she's her look. It, is she being sympathetic? That's what I thought. And, I, the and whole she time. was just, at first. She I was thought, she like, was ugh. fooling us, right? That was so badass. And then it's like. Because she has this compassion, and she's trying to, like, give a good death to the women who were really suffering. And you had the couple that got married, and then she died the next day, you know, or through the night. And you have all these moments where you're just like, you know, I think she has, is she going to have compassion for this woman? And she's like, no, bitch, because her colleague is murdered at university. And she's, you know, had her, she's been mutilated, genitally mutilated. And her daughter and her child are still in Canada. Yeah. And didn't didn't they hang her wife? No, no, no. No. She made it, her daughter and her wife made it to Canada, but. They didn't recognize her marriage. Yeah. Even though she had all her documents. But who did they, who did they, she was with someone. That was who she fell in love with. She fell in love with a Martha. Oh, there. Yeah. So and they hung the her immediately. Shit. They hung oh. her immediately. Yes. yes and the van the pulled chair. away with her swinging. Oh, my God. Because she was a Martha. So obviously she couldn't produce children. Yeah. So it looked like they, that's what they sent there. Wow. And then, of course, that was another genius thing they did with the bombing. Because then they had to bring back those characters that we liked. Right. With the excuse of to use their uterus, you know, with and crazy the, eye. Yeah. You know. It's like Jesus is going to save us, and then I love Jesus Janine. Can save him. And it's like, yeah, oh and she gosh. drank the Kool Aid. Well, the kid, I thought, that's Janine's coping mechanism, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, she saw that before with the diner episode. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. She just had right. to. She had to get along. She had to go along. And well, because she was broken really early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they took her eye out. You know? Yeah. 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 And then she survived her own suicide, and then yeah. they, they wouldn't stone her. You know, I think right. out of the gate, Janine is always a little bit, you know, batty. <laughs> but li- once, once Lydia bit her, you know, once they beat her, yeah. once Aunt Lydia, like, cut her eye out, mm-hmm. and then she, you know, she used every technique that torturers use, you know. She yeah. got her on her side. Yeah. You know, all poor, you know, oh, nobody cared for you before. Yeah, Stockholm You were a lost child before, all that. Yeah, but Aunt Lydia is here for you, right. and she always kind of was there for her. But again, back to the babies. Yeah, she does that you with know? June. June's like, mm-hmm. you know, June got this person killed. Alfred didn't do that. June yeah. did these June, things, right? Yes. Alfred, you know, will have a life. Will live. I'm here for Alfred, and I'm just like, that's, man, you just that's, that's some Bobby. that's some fucking Nazi shit, man. Yeah, she's like old school CIA or something. Man. She's like Mingala, she man. She's like she was over in Iraq. Who knows, dude? Know, so. She'd be waterboarding the shit out of some motherfuckers. She might be Desert Storm. We don't know. Her totally, story yet, that so, could right? that would be badass. That Lydia like was over in Guantanamo, just mm-hmm. running an entire unit. Yeah, you know, it'd be great if we played music loudly all the time, and then <laughs> we left the lights on. Wouldn't so, that you know, be amazing? The, yes, Commander we're, Lydia. Whoever's writing her backstory, I think they should include some military in there. Because, oh, that's just genius. Yeah, that would yeah. be. Imagine that. That is genius, Cause girl. Because she, she's so systematic and how she works and her approach is very, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, um, of course, and we don't get to see how the, the other um, aunties work if they work as effective as she does. But obviously yeah, she's the leader of them for I, some reason. I feel like that, yeah, I feel like she's got an edge on them. I feel like she knows them for some she knows him for some reason. And let's yeah. go over to, like, I do find... Okay, so finally, her husband in Canada gets meets Nick. Nick hands the letters over. Yeah. Wasn't that oh. trippy? Yeah. Yes, yes. And first he wants to beat him. And I'm like, get your drunk ass over there and, like, not, ask him. Nick does not say, I'm actually sleeping with your wife. No, he doesn't <laughs> say that. He does <laughs> that not reveal... baby together that, you know, that we're passing off as her commander's baby. Right. But he does tell him that she's pregnant. Yes. And so it all the husband knows, all Luke knows, is that she's she's toting around Fred's baby. 
Rape baby, that's what he thinks. It's what he thinks. So he goes down yeah. there and it's just like, and that's when they see the picture and Fred mm-hmm. goes, oh, that dude. And then Serena sees that as well. I mean, mm-hmm. and I think for Serena, that's also part of her evolution is yeah. that it puts, it puts it front and center in her face that June was someone. This she was, was the somebody's husband. wife. Yeah. Yes. She was somebody's wife and somebody's mother. And that was their baby. Yes. That was their baby. That you took. As long as my baby's safe, your baby's safe. And then that's what she mm-hmm. says to her later. Yeah. As long as mm-hmm. my baby's safe, your baby's safe. Your baby's yeah right Mm -hmm. so there was a there was a lot that went on in season two that just kind of blew me away there was so many little things where it was just packed with information again like janine confronting naomi naomi's you know angela gets sick and the only saving grace to to save that baby was being in the arms of janine her mother so she just charlotte is in the arms of janine and she's like see see i told you yeah. Once again, she's like, yeah, God's going to let me see my baby, you know, but who helped, who helped? There was someone that helped her get over to there too, though. Oh, and then they pulled in those doctors. That's right. Was Serena. Serena yes. was their one. Yes. She said, I think this would be good for the baby, you know, and Janine mm-hmm. kicks off symbolically. She kicks off all of the red, all the handmade stuff. And she's just sitting there she's in, the, in the, in the little uh, yeah, the window, in the window, yeah. in, her, in her underwear. So the baby can be, you know, skin to skin with her with her moms and i'm that like that was a great shot too. this writer's beautiful. room this writer's room just yeah just nailed it and yeah we, we spend, do we do spend a little time with maura we had this really hardcore scene with maura i love samara Wiley, uh, when she's know? going through the uh she's the trying files. to find her 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 girlfriend her yeah. is it a girl her, her wife she might have been finding her wife i think it was i think, I think it was girlfriend it was the girlfriend because she did because they also showed how she was the surrogate mom. Yes, yes. And she was the Lamans or the or something. That's right. Family. That's right. Yeah. And helped or somehow helped in that, and that's how they met. She was the doctor. She was the OBGYN yeah. for uh, yes. her baby. So yes. yeah, and we find out this really a crazy thing that you know she's carried a baby herself and and was fine with heading that baby over and saying you know I, I wish him a good life and thank God because the baby was adopted by a couple in England. So mm-hmm. she knows her baby's somewhere living a life, but she has, the yeah. they didn't even like bother, you know, it, it, you know, the Nazis gave you a number and you could find your dead. I'm not saying that's an upside to Nazism and the camps. I'm saying this was so chaotic and Gilead was just so fucking evil about it. You had to just look at, you know, snapshots of pictures that, Which, that people like took on the way out to go. Yeah. Here's all the dead. This is all I saw when on my way right. out that they even had a chance to do that and how much Canada is playing a part in that, you know, freedom park that the people went to yeah, uh, with all the flags and, you know, and, yes. and the two God memorials, yes. Yes. the two memorials yes. from the Boston globe where all the journalists were shot Two, yes. we cut almost immediately to the square or the circle there with all of the, the memorials there. And it's mm-hmm. like, this show is just, this show mm-hmm. knows what's what, you know, what I also liked was at the, um, my name is June. And then in the grocery yeah. store moment was very, yes. very yeah. you know. I'm Emily. I'm that mm-hmm. connection. But, oh, my God, it was so amazing. I was trying mm-hmm. to think of this. There was another scene like that, too, where I was just like, holy shit. Um, maybe we did cover it. I don't know. But there was just so many scenes where I was just like, the show just did so many things mm-hmm. that you could watch it several times and still be picking things up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? um, absolutely. And I was trying to think, oh, there was the one, the scene, oh, postpartum. I'm trying to think. There was a scene. Oh, let's, the, the big one. The big one where I've never given birth. You have. So maybe you can answer this question. When we see June giving birth in that abandoned house by herself, and you're just like, oh, my God. I've seen a lot of pregnancies captured on screen. Uh-huh. And they typically kind of go the same way with the woman sweating. And, and they show you that traditional scene, like the birth of Hannah. She's like, go fuck yourself to her husband. And she yeah, wants right. the drugs and the whole nine. And then you see her like by firelight mm-hmm. giving birth to this baby. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Just for that alone, Elizabeth Moths needs the Emmy. Right? Yeah, that episode. Right. That whole so, episode. Yeah. yeah. What were you thinking when you were watching that? Well, first... You know, she was trying to get out, you know, and she did everything. And then at some point when she started having those contractions, there was, there ain't nowhere to go. Right. right? right. So 
I thought that she was, it was torn for her, right? She, she really still wanted to get out of there regardless of that. But, no, but the baby had another idea. So at that moment, and like she said later, I decided, okay, I'm going to get caught again anyways. I might as well be safe with my baby and be in this moment by myself. Because if you recall, during the other birth, they had that weird setup where the mom, you know, the, the, they, they gave the birth on the one side. As soon as the baby came out, they took the baby and gave it to the fake mom, you know. Right. And, and she didn't even get to hold her baby. Right. Where in this point, even though she had to have deliver by herself, she also got to be with the baby until she was found. Right. You know, and I thought that that was worth it for her, regardless of, and she could have died there. You know, she could have. Still, women do die on childbirth still to this day. Oh, I'll, this, yeah. I'm finally coming around. This took this entire podcast for me to come back around. I never saw the wolf as a threat. I did not see the wolf as something that was going to kill her. I saw that wolf as almost a protector in a way, in a strange way. Uh, at the end I did, but at first I wasn't sure. Right. But when she yeah. kind of gave him the nod, like, okay, you're a creature, I'm a creature. Right. And I, I think that's when she broke water. Maybe they felt, you know, there was some kind of primal exchange there or something. And it, but I think the wolf was female. I don't know yeah. how I can even know that. Um, but I felt like the wolf was a guardian. I felt like the wolf was mm-hmm. maybe the mother, the spirit of her own mother. Because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, because the name of the episode is Holly. And I was like, yeah. you know, I think that's something her mother sent this animal mm-hmm. symbolically or the universe did to remind her, you know, you're tough, you're resilient. You're a mother wolf, too. Yes, you, you can mm-hmm. you can fucking do this. Yeah. And because yeah. she meets the she and she meets the wolf outside of the car shed. So there's and there's all of this. All of the symbolic, if I went and probably, you know, the showrunners probably tell you exactly what the episode's about. I don't watch a whole lot of those behind the scene things, but I was just like, wow, I, this show is just doing a lot with, mm-hmm. and it's not a very, That's, it's not a very talky show either. No, but it was good for, I thought the way that they set that up for that to be able to happen. She, in this same house, she saw her first child and she had her second child. Right. Right. You know, and, and she hadn't seen her, um, first child face to face since this whole time she's right. seen her from a window from a car from afar and in a picture but she hasn't smelled her hair and touched her skin and yeah. looked in her eyes you know and then in that very same house she has holly you know also in that same house she heard a very candid conversation between fred and serena <laughs> he's like i'm gonna hang us on the fucking wall my luck yeah. Side by side. Right. And you see just how much their relationship has devolved over this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's like this almost bald face hatred between the two of them. Yes. Um, well, they're stuck. They're stuck. They're stuck. And she's resentful because, again, she's an educated woman. I, again, she thought, I think she truly thought he was going to come back and say, thanks for kicking that dude out and holding the power right. down. Now you're my right hand woman. And, we're going to do this on the side because she knows he brings the rules already. Right? Yeah, right. So, but yeah. he didn't. But he didn't. I can only imagine what's going to happen in season three. Um, I want to see Lydia really, really suffer before she heals. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see Janine again. I want us to track with Rory and see where Rory ends up. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want us to just be done with her. I want yeah. to see her unite with uh, Luke and with Mora. Yeah. yeah. And the blessed be the fruit loop lady, the silent lady who finally had the one joke. She had the one line in season two. <laughs> yes. She's finally coming up out of her grief and horror. Right. Um, I want to see, what else do I want to see? I want to see Serena murder Fred. For the longest time, I just wanted to see June murder Fred and Serena with the same hammer, bullet, cudgel, whatever she could find. Now I'm like, I want it. I want, uh, I want Serena to kill Fred. I want to I give too. her the uh, honor. I, I want her to do it. And I'm curious about the Rita, you know, Rita and what happens to her. Very worried about her. Very worried about Rita. I would like to see her backstory. At some Me point. too. She, Me too. You know. And like, did we, I know in season one, there was a bit of a thing about Nick's background. Wasn't yes, just, Nick, he was just an average Joe, right? What did yep, he do? Yeah. He was like, he just can't, 
happened to get this driver job. And then he, and I think if I can remember, he was at the right place at the right time, but I cannot recall. Like he who didn't have he a, was, who he was. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch. So, yeah. So, yeah. And then he there kind was, of fell into it, it seemed like, from what I recall. It seemed like. And now he's kind of like respected and kind of holds, you know, and then of course. he still works it. He's a player. I think he was a player before. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's still a player, you know. Right. He, he's a gangster man. Whatever he's got to do, he's going to do. He yeah. feels military background to me. You know, yeah. and maybe like yeah. guys like that were given that they, they didn't really care about your politics. Like they don't care about your politics when you serve in, in the military. They yeah. just want you to go out and like kill the enemy, right. um, serve your country, whatever. Or like the FBI or CIA, supposedly. Could be. He could, he could have been yeah. recruited. There was that weird moment before the bomb goes off, before uh, Sister yes. Girl goes in there and jihads the hell out of the whole room. Um, he goes up to that original commander who was in charge of stuff and says, hey, you need to get the handmaid out of that household. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. was angling for a new post. What do we think that was about? Like... So he was trying to get away from Fred, the girl from, from Oh, from, from Eden, from Eden. He didn't want to be having sex with a 15 year old. Mm. Right. Um, that's not what he was down for. Right. And then he I think he also thought it would be good for him to get away from Jean because he didn't want to do any more harm to her than he already had you right. know, to her at that point. Um, and that was that guy was the guy that kind of got him in. From the beginning, with, I think that was how he knew him. So, gotcha. Um, so, I think the reason he wanted to put doubt on them because he, again, he was looking out for June because he felt like then the baby would go with June and something would happen to Fred and Serena if he put doubt on them. So he was trying to actually ta- do an inside job of like this commander over here, shady. That's what I thought. And the guy yeah. wasn't running some secret underground. The big commander, he was just playing the rule. He was playing the Gilead against itself. That's what I thought. Okay. Because right. he's sharp like that. Cause that's, he does that quite often. If you kind of watch out. Yeah. He he's, he's, he's very, he's very highly intelligent. Like, Just like he did with Fred. He's like, Oh, sir, I think we're going to stay in. He, he didn't say, oh, this is a, this is a mutiny. No, sir. You know, this it's is not a, safe out there. Safe. Yeah. I, we're going to stay inside. But do you think Which, Fred picked up on the fact that Nick is like pulling some shit? I, I don't know. I mean, like he put his hand on that his his sidearm. Yeah, it, it was. He knows that it was threatening. Is the fa- yeah, you know. He knows, but he knows Nick's the father of the baby. He knows yeah. that. He knows that, and he seems to be fine with that because you know he's got to act like he put a baby in his handmaid. He's got to like. Yeah. That's, that's what you say when you're over there playing Nazi golf. You got to be able to go. Yeah, I got my. And they're all giving the black dude uh, side eye when he goes. Well, I totally knocked up my. Uh, my wife, just on my own, didn't even yeah. need a handmaid, just had right. sex with her. Right. I'm like, are we supposed to be, like, are we supposed to feel like racist about that? Is that supposed to be racist? But they were sort of giving him a look like, great. Uh-huh. The brother's yeah. having a baby naturally. Like, yes. all y'all dicks don't work. Your sperm is not doing nothing, but I'm just fine. Yeah. I'm great. Once again. So, I mean, they don't, uh. seem, that they don't seem to have, here's the weird thing about this Gilead. They don't seem to have, at least up front, a big problem with racism. Well, they don't have a lot, lot of, of diversity. I don't, it doesn't look like that. I mean, they really well, they had the one black guy. But I'm talking about the handmaids. They don't seem to be having a problem with, you know, having sex with Asian girls and black girls and blended girls. You know, Rita's they not. Probably, they, they don't have the choice. I guess they, they don't. They get what they get. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Word. They, the, because to them, it's a uterus. So, so do we think that, oh, um, Ben Carson there, I guess he had to be Ben Carson to get up in that Gilead with the commanders. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's mm-hmm. going to show up again yep. with something going Carson. on? It's going to be interesting. It's going to yep. be interesting. I can't wait for this. You say it comes out in February, right? I think they said February of next year. Yeah. Awesome. I've enjoyed mm-hmm. talking uh, with you about the Handmaid's Tale. We'll have to have you back well, to talk about something. Well, thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Yes. All the way from, we're busting into your Sunday afternoon. I know how you like <laughs> to like spend your Sunday afternoons. I do too. Same thing. Just curled up and just doing nothing. So. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go see um, that uh, new Boots movie. Um, sorry to interrupt. Oh, sorry you are? Sorry, sorry to bother, to bother you? you? Sorry to bother you. Tell me yes. how it is. You're going to yes. be part of the box office this weekend. so That's why I'm going, yeah, because there was a big push to get the box office numbers. And, Props and to that. And are gonna, Props yeah, so we're going to go take a swim and go see that movie, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, wow. So I'll give you an update on that one. Please do. I love Lakeith Stanfield, anything he does. Yeah, um, and, Donald, Glo- uh, and Donald, Donald is in it. Is Donald Glover? Donald, oh, Don- Donald Glover, yes. Yes, yes. Not Danny. But Danny, Danny is also in it. Danny Glover is also in it. Is he? Yes. I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Isn't Stephen Yun in this, too? Stephen Yun is in it, too. 
Yeah. yeah. So it's and then just the whole concept is something that it's very true. So I'm very curious to see. Yeah, about because it. So you're, I'm you're in the sales world. You totally. Yeah, I used to sell over this. the phone, so I used to have to disguise my voice too. <laughs> I had to learn to speak English. <laughs> So I could talk to people in the rest of the country. <laughs> we Southerners, we, we can speak dual speak, languages. But if I speak with somebody from the South, the people around me are like, uh, did you just change your voice? What did you do? <laughs> well, you, what, you can't be making fun of those people. Like, when no, you and I are really just talk. sitting around, like me and you just sitting around, we have a couple of glasses in us. Ian yeah. says we start talking like yeah. true Ian's Southerners. Like, Where's the translator? I need the translator. <laughs> When did Boo Howard show up in here? That's right. That is right. We totally get there. Well, this has been so totally fun. We'll have to do it again. Uh, well, thank you, guys. As thank things you, come Ashlyn. up. Yes, we love having you on the podcast. Uh, so uh, we're going to be doing something soon. We, we're bringing Andre back. We're going to do a podcast this coming week with him. We're going to talk about scores. Uh, he's a composer, so we're going to be talking about favorite film scores right on. and TV scores because we were talking about music in Handmaid's Tale. So we're going to be doing uh, that with him, and I think we're waiting for Pose to wrap up and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, when something we've all mutually watched comes around, we'll have to have you back. Sounds good. Thank you for having me, everybody. You have a lovely week. And everybody take care of yourself out there. As we always try to give you little tips like hydrate, get a lot of sleep. That helps. Don't live on Twitter. That frustrates people. Do you have a tip? Self-care? For like, what do you, yeah, self-care. What's a tip that you would recommend for people for self-care? What would you tell them to do? Uh, for me, I think that just take your first uh, five minutes when you wake up and think about what you're grateful for. Okay, cool. And uh, what you're working for and stick to it to that day. That, that is helps awesome. me a lot. I appreciate yeah. that. All right. Peace to you all. All right. Peace to you and peace to everybody out there. Peace. Peace.